Welcome to the Art of the Dive. The game week, the season, our lives, it begins again soon. And today, I've got a new co-host on the pod. Thank goodness, Jake is dead. We've got Jim on the pod today. Jim, how are you, buddy? Good, how are you doing? (laughs) So good, so good. Uh, For those that are longtime listeners of the pod, uh, Jim did an episode, I think it was, was it season two, Jim? Uh, I think so. It was at least like a year ago, maybe two. It was a long time ago. Uh, I was down in Miami. We've referenced Jim before, and uh, and and Jake wasn't available. And Jim recorded a pod uh, on on the computer with me. And and uh, Jim's going to be helping out with the podcast this year uh, in terms of prep on social media, uh, and also doing some recording with us. So, Jim, do you want to do you want to like introduce yourself to people or like say hello or or I don't know what you do. What do you want to do? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I went to college with you and Jake, so we've known each other a while. Um, I guess my skills, I would say, are pushing Marco's buttons and uh, giving out terrible advice. So, I think uh, hopefully I'm a good fit and uh, we have uh, a lot of terrible advice to uh, give out together. Yeah, yeah. There's no doubt that uh, you push my buttons well. You're basically just like Jake 2.0. Like if Jake knew how to operate a computer, that's what you are. Yeah, yeah. I would say so, except probably more handsome, uh, smarter. Well, um, right. You know, I mean, I can go on for days, but you know, you get the point. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, but what is, you know, what is it really? Um, well, anyways, Jim's got a, a long history of playing FPL. He consistently plays really poorly in the beginning of the year. So I would say anything he says in the pod today, I would basically skip out on. Like, just don't believe any of it. Jake is going to be joining us later, assuming his wife doesn't murder him. Apparently, that's a thing that's happening right now. So get ready for that. That'll be exciting. Stay tuned. Uh, but but uh, Jim traditionally um, starts off very poorly. And then uh, normally, Jim, would you say like around Christmas? Is that when it turns for you? Yeah, I like to, you know, give myself a little handicap. Otherwise, I would just win all the leagues really easily. So right. I try to take about two months where I just tank as hard as I can. I pretty much just listen to whatever Jake says and just do that. And then around January 1st is when I start actually playing the game. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the last couple of years, you've had great second halves of the season. Like if the game was judged just on the second half, uh, you'd be you'd be incredible. How do you remember like roughly where you finished over the last like couple of years or not really? Yeah. So I think, yeah, around that January time, so like game week, maybe 17 or 18, I was ranked about 2 million and I finished, I think, I mean, what were you last year? I don't have like that 50K? Up. Yeah. I, was, I think I was around I 70. So yeah. I was right yeah, that was there. A, that's right a pretty there. good push. Yeah. Yeah, Jim's always like so. Jim always the last three years has um has passed me in that in that frame, and is at, at a couple times was well in front of me. And then he does this really fun thing where like in the last like five game weeks he chokes, he yeah. just completely falls apart. I have a great time know. doing it. It's really fun. It's really consistent yeah. too. You know, I'm always like this yeah. is the year. It always comes down to last game week. I usually have about three or four points on you and shit the bed. So. Yeah. Excited to do that again? Um, It's it's what I do. I can't wait. Yeah. I think, um, well, like Hindsight wrote in a good question this week that I think we should just start with because it it is on this topic. So, what's the biggest mistake you can see each other making in FPL this season? Do you have like something that you feel um, like, like what do you think I'll, a mistake I'll make? And then I'll have one for you. I've got one for you now. Oh, okay. What do you think? Okay. I've, well, hmm. For you, oh, it's probably going to be your job, and then you're going to make up excuses about having not enough time for FPL, 
and then you're going to fall apart, but then you're going to come back once the season's over, and then you're going to beat me by four points, and I'm going to cry, you're going to cry, it's going to be great. That sounds like me doing a good job, like well, I get it together. Yeah, I know, but you're always, there's always a point in the season where you just fall apart, and then you get really depressed. Yeah. So, I don't know if that's a mistake or more it's just who you are, but I guess that it's... Yeah, I, yeah it is funny to make fun of my mental health. I agree. Yeah, I agree. that's a good... It's always a crowd pleaser. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that's what... You know, friends can do that. Friends can do that. Normal people probably can't, but um, but uh, yeah. So, okay, for you, I think the biggest mistake you'll use, uh, you'll, you'll make this year is your hubris. That's definitely... You like really think every decision you make is like a really good decision, don't you? I mean, wouldn't you say that about yourself? Oh, or I'm no? all in. Yeah. If you have an opinion, yeah. you got to back it 100%. There's no middle right. ground. <laughs> Jim's the worst because what he does to us all the time is he just gives absurd hot takes on everything. He's just like, yeah, so-and-so is the best player to ever play FPL, like to ever be in the FPL game. You're like, Jim, that's not true. Like, well, yes, it you, is. You're an idiot. Yeah, you find Here's one two stat. stats. Yep, Here's two boom. stats. Yeah. Now you can't right. math. How are you going to fight math? You lose. It's true. Believe me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's get into, uh, let's get through the business stuff and then let's get into some big picture topics. You go with that, Jim? Sounds good. Okay. Uh, so, just a quick reminder um, that the Dive Discord team is live and Gaz is hustling to get things together. It's a bit of a scramble this year uh, just with everything going on, but it's a fun little team and kind of weekly everybody gets together and and uh and contributes to it if you're really interested in kind of joining our pod community which we actually have a pretty big discord community um you have to join our patreon yes i know everyone hates that but i don't care here's the thing when you're kind of like a like a mogul like i'm when you make the amount of money like i do you don't care what other people think okay and so I'm just going to keep rolling in it while you guys keep throwing your money at me. I really appreciate it. No, seriously, these people support us and, and we're really appreciative. Uh, and we've got a really cool uh, uh, little Discord where everyone works together to do that. So um, the other thing is our leagues are going on right now. So uh, if you join the, the Patreon, you'll be part of our PSL Super League. Um, and uh, who was it? Was it uh, Dr. Dr. Matt wrote in, who are you backing to come second uh, to me this season? Uh, maybe, maybe Wilson, uh, maybe... Um, two point sex sounds, maybe Bobby Love, and then he said, "Just kidding, he'll be bottom by Christmas." Um, that's that's Bobby Love. That is true. He's bad at everything. Um, I'm gonna back. I don't know. I think Emma will probably win this year. I don't know. Maybe no. I don't know. No Wilson. I'm gonna go with Wilson. I'm gonna go with Wilson this year. It's Wilson's year. The year of Wilson. Um, League dive is uh is also available um to join oh we got to get the we don't have the league code for league dive jim we have league died but not league oh dive. wrong code yeah that's jake's fault. all right go find go find the league dive code while i finish talking about this stuff okay mm, um maybe <laughs> oh no i don't have and the then, logins uh, and then all right i'll find it and then uh and then we do have league died uh which is is uh xx6yea um we'll be running another head-to-head league this year and it should be fun we have a ton of people in league dive i'll find the code in a minute but um anyways let's talk about some big picture topics jim obviously people are putting together their teams right now the biggest one is always like what is the template what's the template that's the big one um and you had wrote down here like kind of Twitter versus the overall percentage. What did you want to start with on that today? Um, let's see. So, I don't know. There's there's always like arguments of experts versus like the masses. I think there was, there was like a study about um, 
I guess it was like a bunch of people, like I think 10,000 tried to guess the weight of a cow and they had like 2,000 cow experts come in, whatever those are, right? And they found out that like the uh, the experts were like not even close, but like the masses like got it pretty much on par. So like it is, it is. Did you good. listen to it? Did you listen to a Freakonomics lately? No, no, that covered no, that? no, no. What yeah. are you talking about? I what? just listened to that episode. That's really funny. Um, no, yeah, you're you're 100 right. So uh, in that study, I think they they put that cow online, didn't they? There were like 17,000 people that guessed the weight of the cow, and they were they were closer in the average weight, just looking at pictures, than the folks that indicated themselves as experts on cow weight. Yeah, and that's, like, a theory that, like, holds across, like, a lot of different things. So, like, Twitter's good to, like, get some good details and some good info, but, I mean, it's, like, you still got to look at, like, who um, the overall uh, users or FPL players are going to choose. That's also more important. Yeah, I think, um, so a lot of people whine about that. I I whine about it every episode, uh, the opposite of what people whine about. So, a lot of people say, oh, everyone's just looking at, like, what the template is and copying it. So lame. Like... No, actually, it's probably the, the if you're not 100% sure what to do, it's probably the best piece of evidence that you could look at. Wouldn't you agree? And there's like, we don't know anything like formations change, new managers, right. new players. Like right. this is the most uncertain time. I kind of think that's like why I'm so bad at the beginning. Cause I'm like, I don't know what to do. Maybe I'll do something risky and have a little fun for once with this game. And then it never works out. But- and then I just play super boring and I'm like, this is not fun either. So. That's why the, I'm. Uh, the game's not about fun, though. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like the game's about calculated risk, and I think, um, and I think it's really, really important to just like in the beginning of the year be very, very conservative. That's what I think. Yeah, super boring, no fun, FPL. Yeah, um, I think Wilson asked a great question. You know, she wrote in, uh, "Which player with the most hype do you think is going to be an epic failure?" So, who are, like, the players that you would say are, like, let's just say, like, Twitter hype men right now? Are there any guys that that stand out to you as, like, everyone's talking about them or everyone wants them and you think that there's a chance that it could tank? Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, uh, that new striker, Tony. Just because new guy, don't know a lot about him in the Premier League. Um, people always try to hop on these new people and I don't, I just think that could be a big opportunity for a flop with the high ownership. So, I'm really hoping that that doesn't work out for everyone. And then I can kind of boost me up a little bit. Yeah, no doubt. I I actually was thinking the exact same one. Uh, we didn't talk about that at time, but I was thinking uh, th- there's certain players that would like when I see it on Twitter, I just don't get it. Like everybody is picking that person and I don't understand why they would. Um, like you said, unproven. We don't know a lot about him. Like, you know, why what's are we the taking a risk? Yeah, what's going on? Here? Yeah, he'll be easy to get on. I mean, I guess, like, I guess people probably think back to when Pookie came in, though. That's the problem, right? Yeah. Um, well, but what are the odds? Yeah, he plays Arsenal first, and they're pretty solid defensively. So, like, yeah, you know, maybe one week goes by, people panic. I know Jake plays his wild card like in the second or third week every year, and I think that holds to a lot of people where they just got to make those quick moves, take hits, you know, to get the template guys early on. Yeah. Uh, we got a couple other like questions that I think kind of, uh, um, you know, deal well with the idea of template within a team. FPL Virgin writes in Chelsea and Man City are the two of the best teams in the league. How dumb is it uh, that the FPL Twitter template uh, is ignoring their players? So that is a good question. Um, does your current lineup have any uh, Chelsea or no, City players in not it? Not a single one. None. What about yours? Damn, me neither. All really? right. We haven't looked at each other's lineups yet. Yeah, me Look neither. Why? Why have what's your reasoning behind that? Oh, just rotation, 100%. It's like tough fixtures which doesn't really matter for those two teams, but I don't I don't know who's nailed and I'm not they're all like that 
mid to high tier price. So I'm not going to spend a lot of money yeah. on a guy who sits out every third game. So at the end of last season, I don't think I had, I only had like one city player in my team. I had everybody else out and, and it was the exact same reason. I just, with coronavirus and with all the issues already with players like randomly just being like, oh, he's got coronavirus, he's not playing. I couldn't risk it. And yeah. so that's the same thing. The other thing, both those teams have like th- three to six players. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Probably three to six players on each team that just showed up like yesterday to team training. And I think both of them have players that aren't even back in first team training yet. Yeah, I know like uh, Stones, like Walker, uh, Foden, like they probably won't start game week one. Uh, right. Just no chance. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. For me, it's so hard like to get into those guys. But Virgin does make a great point. They are probably the two best teams. They're probably going to be like the top two teams in the league this year. Yeah. So you just got to, I don't know, find the guys you think will play. Like Rudinger last year was pretty good. Um, I mean, it's tough with Chelsea because if you look at their season stats, like it's a whole different manager. So like Chilwell played every game under Lampard and then he kind of rotated with Alonso at that wingback spot. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see like who kind of settles into those spots. And then the other issue you deal with too is, of course, Europe starts up right away then. Yeah. It's very confusing. It's really congested, tough um, fixtures. Yeah. Yeah, that's I think why though. But Virgin has another question then um, because it's the Virgin. Um, FPL seems to have made a conscious decision to make premium players, even shit ones like Vardy, very expensive. Mid-price FPL forwards all seem 1 million more than last season. And more good defenders have been priced cheaply at 4.5. Why have they done this? And I think this does kind of like allude to the idea of template. Um, my response to that is they're just making it harder to like pick players, right? Isn't that supposed to be the whole point? Yeah. I mean, I understand like the frustra- like the frustration like with Obama, man, like he's like shit last year and he's still expensive. And yeah, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's true. Why didn't, they, why didn't they knock him down? I have no idea. They- some of it doesn't make sense. I think it's like year over year change. They try to limit it too much in case, you know, Arteta learns that Obama Man's a good striker and actually plays him there and they're prepared for it. But I mean, there's no reason to think that Arteta would do that. So I don't, I just don't understand how they do the pricing model. I wish they were more transparent about it. Like it wouldn't hurt. No one's going to make a big stink. I mean, we already make a big stink about it. So, right. I think they do it just to, to like mess with people. That's yeah. What I think. That's, that's fair. And I respect that. So, well done. Yeah, me, no, me too. I mean, that's like, like, isn't that what fantasy sports is all about? Like, it's all about just like trolling people consistently. Yeah, you got to like, Whether absurdities. it's your friends or like random people, or if it's just literally the organizer of the entire event, just yep. trolling everyone. Yep. All yep. the way up and down. Point. Everyone's a troll. Yeah. It's, it's just a troll game. It's great. You want to cross this bridge? Hmm. Troll. Uh, all right. We're going to take a really quick break. Uh, Jake is like ready. So get buckle up, oh, ladies boy. and gentlemen, because Jake is getting into this pod. Uh, stay tuned. Welcome back. Guess who we found? It's Jake. Jake, what's up? Oh, the huge. Uh, why are you late to the pod? <laughs> Work. Saving That's lives. a bad job by you. Yeah, bad job. I agree. I really wanted to be here at the start. I get excited about these preseason pods. I don't know why. That's, that's it's because you're like you're an Arsenal fan. That's why. Because you were like, <laughs> oh great, like the season's gonna be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hold so, up. Are you eating? Drinking. I got my I got my drink ready. So. What are you drinking? Uh, it's a white wine. Um, 
Honestly, I don't know. My wife just poured it. That was nice of her. I thought you said she was going to hurt you. Did she poison you? Don't drink it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure you guys already did intro stories, but I may have messed up our car battery. So that's great. I didn't tell that story, but we're gonna we're just gonna not talk about. It. I don't yeah, really care. Um, so uh, so so Jim's here on the pod. First time doing a three way pod. This should be interesting. I love a good three way. Don't we all? Who does? Who doesn't? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, um, Jim and I have already talked about a number of things, but we're just gonna keep it going. The next thing that we wanted to talk about, big picture topics, is this idea of saving money in the beginning. This is actually uh, a, a piece of advice that we've given the last couple years. It's a very tough thing to do when you're when you're building out a team. But um, we'll start with Jim. Jim, have you saved money on your current draft? Uh, no, I do not. I think it's a waste. Jake, Jake, saving any money? I have a couple drafts with it. Um, my current draft, no. So Robert Hunt writes in, how important do you think it is to start the season with um, some money in the bank in the event of price rises? Do you tend to save a bit or do you go all out? Um, especially he's talk, or especially for like big forwards. Um, what do you guys' thought on this idea of like saving 0.5 or 1 mil just to like deal with price rises? I guess I'll, we'll start with Jake. What do, you, what do you think, Jake? I really like the 0.5 to deal with price rises. I, I wouldn't go as extreme as like saving for an incoming forward, although this year is kind of unique in that sense, but we'll see. Hmm. Jim, any thoughts? I mean, yeah, it's nice to have that point five, but you should always bank your first transfer for that first week. So you're going to do a double swap right. in the second, and then you can use those funds to free up the double move to get whoever you want. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. I mean, I think, would you guys agree that the max to save is point five? Yes, I would say the, that's the max. And that's just because, like, you you're going to have to automatically go down on a player most likely in yeah. a situation I mean, you, where you do you, the double You've swap. had to do that a number of times in your life. Yeah, well, plus or minus. But it kind of like limits you on who you might want to get in. Um, and that's, uh, you know, that that's tough. I don't like doing that. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think we should get into like actual like like players, right? Yes. Let's do it. Okay, um, so we just split it up today into like defenders or goalkeepers, defenders, midfielders, firewards, like the whole thing. And I think we're going to try to like just hammer it out. Is everybody good with that? They they have to be is what I would say. Who's they? The, the listeners. It's our decision. Hmm. Okay, well, let's get it going then. Um, should we start with goalkeepers? Uh, the, the, the first question that everyone asks is, you know, Right, like, do you go budget on the goalkeeper or do you spend a little bit more? Thomas Bracken writes in, can you chat goalkeepers who are the best budget options? What are you guys thinking uh, in terms of goalkeepers just to, like, start the, the, the season here? You want to go first, Jim? <clears throat> oh, what a gentleman. Uh, sure, yeah. I'm a, I mean, I think Sanchez is what everyone's going with for the most part just because of those easy fixtures up till game week nine, 4.5, pretty solid. Um, I know Bachman's popular, but once again, unproven team. Not interested in that. I like what I know. Yeah. Uh, who else? Jake? Those are the two only ones that I would consider at the 4.5. Um, if we're going to consider like five as budget, that that changes a little bit. But Five's I, not budget. Okay, that's what I was trying to Five's not budget. Okay. So I'm going to cut you off on I'm that. I'm cut off. Yeah, those are the two players. I've had Bachman a lot more. 
Um, but it kind of depends on who I'm pairing with my defense. I don't think double Brighton is a smart move. I think it's a little bit too extreme. Um, so I can't decide if I want to have a Brighton defender like Dunk who can get a little bit more goal scoring opportunities. And if that's the case, I might go Bachman. Um, but if not, I'll probably go Sanchez. Yeah. So that, that is what it comes down to, right? Is like, if you're going to go with a, a Brighton defender, then there may be an argument away from Sanchez. But what do we make of this whole like Brighton XG darlings thing from last year, right? I mean, they, they really were, they, they conceded way more goals than they were supposed to. They scored way less goals than they were supposed to. Um, you know, what do we think of that? Is that something that like Potter is going to sort out at some point? I did listen, by the way, to a, a wonderful Graham Potter uh, webinar at the end of the year. They had him on live. It was it was really good. Just like listening to him talk about how he started coaching like U13 girls and he thinks that that was really important in his coaching career. I, I loved it. He was like talking about how you know, you've got all these kind of like prima donna players that think very highly of themselves. And he's like, yeah, it's nothing compared to working with 13-year-old girls. So I'm good to go. Um, but but what do we make of that? Is that like, like is Brighton's defense legitimate? Um, or is it something that like, yeah, we're going to go with Sanchez and we're just going to get burned every single every single time? I think um, they're, they're, yeah. So I think Mapai just can't finish so they're trying to sign a striker to address that Welbeck's going to be out hurt for a little bit uh, I know they're talking about uh, Edward at Celtic that they put in a bid for but um, it's nothing final yet and in their back line I mean they lost White um, I think someone else is hurt I know Dunk hasn't even I don't think he's training yet from his toe surgery he had over the summer so that back line is pretty beat up they did I mean their signings are fine I guess but yeah I don't think they're gonna be great but that just means more saves for Sanchez Man, Jim, you bring so much to the pod, like so much information. Wow. Jake, this is not good because you've done 136 episodes. Jim has done one and he's already provided more information about Brighton or any team than you ever have. Whoa, but I know the two players that are injured, Lamptey and and Byrne, right? So that's useful. Are you using using the fantasy... The, the FPL page? Did you look up Brighton and see that there's little flags next to him? <laughs> I did. But I actually did do a little <laughs> research on Brighton. I did. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Dunk is a question mark. I mean, I'm not as interested in Brighton, in all honesty. Um, the only reason is their fixtures are just so good. And I think every year I fall into the trap of like, uh, like let's pick a better player. And then fixtures are actually what's most important. I mean, like for 95% of FPL players, fixtures are key, right? Like it's just a few premiums like Kane, you know, Man City, Chelsea defense last year was kind of unique or Man United defense was kind of weird. They were better against like the top six sides because they bunkered the shit out of their team. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But like if I'm going to own a Brighton player at any point in the season, it's now. But I completely agree with Jim. They seem like a disaster right now because like if Dunk doesn't play, it's a mess. Uh, They don't even have like enough starting defenders, I feel like. And so I I don't think that's necessarily good for Sanchez. So I've had a lot of Watford, like Bachman together, and I've had a lot of um, 
different defenders in where I'm just avoiding the Brighton defense completely in all didn't honesty. Like, didn't Watford <laughs> con- like concede like 14 goals to three Premier League sides in the preseason here? They did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They did. I, yeah. I'm going to pass on that. I, I don't know. I don't think that's a good sign. <laughs> Is that good or bad? Not well, really sure. I, but I think I'm going to let it go. Well, that could lead us into like what other – are you considering – any other options or is it literally just those two right like maybe we consider like going to a 5.0 i don't i don't know i mean well I, to me the, the only other goalkeepers that really that i looked at is mesli or martinez just yeah. because martinez had eight million points last year are did either of you guys consider them so uh mesli is at five martinez is at 5.5 are, is there any consideration for that? One of the big things with Martinez last year was the he had 27 bonus points. That's a lot of bonus points um, for, for any goalkeeper. Uh, I mean, just for context, the second highest scoring goalkeeper was Ederson, who had three bonus points. Okay. Um, so, uh, anybody considering other options or no? Yeah, I think... I've not. I've not, for the record. I've not. Meslier had 20 bonus points, and I think bonus points are going to be huge. And for context, Sanchez only had eight. So, like... Oh, that's a good point. I think I think that's a big part of it. And so, because of that, I think Meslier, if he has the right fixtures, once again, I'd go with him. But Sanchez to start, and then we'll see when we wild card in, you know, a couple weeks where everything's looking. But yeah. but what are good fixtures for a keeper? Not, not to dwell on keepers for too long, but, like, don't... Don't you sometimes well, we are, but yeah, we like are, but yeah. when okay. keepers play against better teams, they get more save points and they end up with three or four points and that's almost as good as a clean anyways. You know, Jake, I- that's like, just to be clear, that question that you just asked, what is a good goalkeeper <laughs> fixture is kind of like, what is the meaning of life? Right? Like, that's yeah. one of those douchey questions that somebody asks at a party after the fourth bottle of wine. That's why like, I have my wine and my hat on right now. I'm here for the douchey questions. Do you have a, you have a fedora? What do you got on right now? You got a hat? <laughs> yeah. What I got do you a got fedora. on? Don't lie. No, it's a fedora? No, it's, it's not a, it's a trucker hat. So, yeah, you're, you're good there. <laughs> Damn it. Hey, yeah. So, what do you guys think about a good fixture for a goalkeeper? <laughs> and what's the meaning of life? <laughs> Welcome to Florida. <laughs> Get her done. Damn, Jake, you are a white trash piece of shit. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Uh, we need to get into defenders because this is going to take forever. If we could, this pod's going to be like two hours. So, uh, defenders to target. D bag starts us off with, "What do you think about TAA AWB uh, Shaw back line?" Um, and I think we've got some big questions here, and so we'll get into that in a minute. The the biggest question from a premier pers- premium perspective is, does everybody have TAA in their team? Do we have to have him? Last year, we said we did. Does everyone remember that? Yeah, we said you have well. to. You've got to have triple liver. You've got to have quad Liverpool defense, and we did. Jake and I both said it. We were like, you got to have TAA, and it was a, it was a mess. What are the current thoughts? Is that a viable back line? I'm going to throw it over to Jim. I know he has a hot take opinion on this. What do you, where's, where are you at on that, Jim? Nope, don't need him. Pass. Yeah, I mean, that's where I'm at too. Jake, what do you think? Yeah, I I listened to the Black Box pod um, that Gaz had recommended for us. Um, and wait, it was an interesting wait, take. Wait, 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 wait. Let, yeah. me be, let me be very – let me ask this. You're over here listening to other pods? You're cheating on our pod? Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean – I don't know if that's cheating. Isn't it doing research? Uh, no. Then why doesn't everyone just listen to their pod? I, I, I thought it's like good to build community. Community? Yeah. Jake, you just banged another pod. You're is a pod there, banger. Is that 
wrong? Pod cheater. No, it's fine, Jake. Hey, hey, remember who you are, okay? As we move through the rest of this pod. Be okay with it. That's fine. White trash? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what did they say? What did they say on the pod? What well, did they the, say on their Black guest, Box? Their guest did make an interesting point that TAA is is maybe one of those big price points that you could save, you know, two or three million on. Um, and I liked his explanation. I mean, they started really poor last year. Like Van Dyke, we don't know how good he's going to be right off the bat. Klopp's never really been like that, like consistent defensively with Liverpool. Like they've always had either That's a true. high XGA or, or you know, last year they didn't get that many cleans. So. That's a, it was an interesting take. I'm too scared to go without him because of the fact that if he like gets a couple assists and gets like a clean with it, like you're going to be way too far in the hole. And I'm honestly like, I don't know where I'm going to go with that money, which I know we'll talk about more when we get the midfielders and forwards. But yeah, um, I, I, yeah, I, I will say that that point you made about Klopp is very true. Like even their title winning season, I think, I don't know the exact numbers. I'm going to make some up here, but if I remember they conceded like in the high twenties of goals and they, they, they were like, they were supposed to concede like their expected goals against was like mid thirties. It was like, there was a huge discrepancy in the goals they were supposed to score or have scored against them versus what they scored. Now I know that it helps to have obviously Allison, right? A goalkeeper that can make, make those saves right and you and virgil van dyke who's a player that can you know make make you know recovering runs and things like that but like still it it wasn't great now that's not a that's not a great stat point for for liverpool no for sure and what's interesting is that the one of the bigger differences between ta seasons was actually just his assistant goal return he basically doubled so, I mean, that's more what you're actually banking on, but he has the fixtures to do that at the start of the season, right? Like Norwich, Burnley, Crystal Palace, Brentford at four out yeah. of his first six. I just, I can't, I can't reason with myself to not go with him to start the season. Mm-hmm. I think we have a lot of stuff about like defenders. So what I want to do is like kind of a speed round mm-hmm. Uh, uh, some some like about each topic here and i'm gonna go between each of you is that fair yeah let's do it okay all right buckle up jim you're up first so the first question i'd ask you jim what's your thoughts you get you had 10 seconds for each of these what are your thoughts on ds and cancelo cancelo more attacking threat laporte's back he didn't he still rotated a little bit um once laporte came back with stones okay jake rudiger and chilwell chelsea great defense uh great expected goals uh, against value for that defense thoughts uh i would stay away to start the season if you really want to go in left field i would say Chilwell is better because of the attacking returns but i don't think he's he's 10 played. seconds up jim shaw versus obi-wan basaka man united uh a better defense as the year went on last year thoughts obi-wan i like him more he gets more bonus points um yeah, I don't care about what? DXA. Yeah, come at me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your 10 seconds is up. Jake, uh, the dinge, yes or no? Is he on free kicks, yes or no? Let's just say he's what are free on kicks? half of them. <laughs> he's on half of them. Do you want him or not? Um, I'm currently in the void mode, so I'm going to say no. Okay. Uh, Jim Cresswell or 0.5 less for Kufal? 
Uh, Cresswell, same minutes. He got like 30 more points. Once again, bonus points, big part of that. Fair enough. And then the last thing I'd say is uh, Lester outside backs. Um, any thoughts on any of them? Either of you? Castagna's hurt. Pereira's looking sharp. Uh, they just signed Vestigard today from Southampton, so that might cheer up their back line. And what's their and what's their fixture run look like? Is it like worth going in that direction? It's pretty good. Pretty good start. It's worth having or considering at least. Okay. Well, and okay. and you didn't even mention Bertrand. Isn't Bertrand going to start on the left? I guess we don't know anything for sure, but I I'm pretty sure he's been playing there most of their preseason, and he's only five. Like that's kind of interesting. I mean, I know they're not like clean sheet spectacular teams, but like that's it's interesting to me. How interesting. Okay, that's all. I just wanted to add that in. He's he's only five mil. The only other player like that is uh, Tierney for Arsenal, and he breaks every single bone in his body every few games. So Can't do it. Um, Let's talk about a few like 4.0s, just because that's always a huge discussion at this part of the year. Um, You know, can you get into like one 4.0? Some people are going to be idiots and get two. but like get one and then that, you know, that frees up so many funds. Um, Jake, are there any like 4.0s that you're looking at right now within your team or? Um, I'm going to butcher his name, but uh, I'll just say Constantinos, but I, I can't pronounce his last name. I'm from Liverpool. I, I don't know. I didn't read yet today because I just got off of work, but it seems like he's going to be starting in place of Robbo. Um, that would be like the only 4.0 that I'm really interested in if he plays as an outside How do you say his back. name, Jim? How do you say his name? Uh, is it like Samikas? Samikas? Yeah. That's a guess. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah. No, I think it's about right. Uh, 4.0 for Samikas. Yeah. Uh, and and Ra- uh, Rabo's going to be out. They're thinking like between two and four game weeks. We're not 100% sure, but that's kind of like a lot of the, the estimations. Hmm. Um, worth going with him to start the year just to like have that player. Yeah, hundred percent. Lock it in. Everyone yeah. should have him. The question, but but this is a good question. So like Giovanni Clemente wrote in, who's actually Native American. Drake uh, writes in uh, Stamikas or or Jota, um, and he and, and the idea behind that being like basically he's got Salah locked in and TAA locked in. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Like. If you have to sacrifice Jota to do it, is it worth it? Are you guys thinking about Jota? I know that's the next part, but like, what are your thoughts? Uh, I'm not super interested in Jota because I just don't know his playing time situation. Like, is Firmino going to start up top? Is Jota? It seems to be up in the air. It, like, I, I did listen to um, a Liverpool um, specialist, and he was thinking Jota was going to start there, but then Firmino just banged like a hat trick in their last like friendly game uh, you know so it's like i don't know they're they both seem ready uh, yeah you have, you have any thoughts on that too risky occam's razor go with a decision with the least amount of assumptions wow jim wins again jake's an idiot um uh, giovanni also wrote in since marco says he takes inspiration from certain coaches does he a pick one kid to roast the whole time like Mourinho? b Bielsa ball murder ball training with kids dropping like flies or C Conte where the moment things go wrong he leaves. Um I'm I'm a Bielsa coach. I, I'm a Bielsa, just the kids are dying left and right, injured all the time. That's how I that's how I manage my team. 
Um, it's not my fault that we lose. It's just that the kids aren't fit enough. Nailed it. Um, Garf also writes in a lot of managers getting excited about having two 4.0s in their defense. Great on paper, but practically when these players don't play after two to three weeks, managers will be stuck with them riding on the bench. How important do you think the bench is this season as we move into flu season and coronavirus, of course? Uh, what do you guys think about bench this year? Would you ever go with two 4.0s? I'm a no for that. It's a little bit too risky. I don't know who the yeah. other 4.0 is. Is it the Norwich guy that's probably going to start? That just, I think they probably think in um, Amarty from Leicester before Marty. the Vestigard signing today. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. You said that, and I was like, Amarty was actually like in a couple of my drafts, but if they just signed Vestigard, that means no go for me. Jim, any four, any other four Would you do a, a double four to like just go crazy? No, I feel like you. If you for like one extra point, you can get a five who's like actually good and worth rotating in. So if you're trying to save money, right. then yeah. But if you're going with a, another four defender, then you just bury him on your bench, and it doesn't even matter who it is. No, seems reasonable. Um, should we press on like right into midfielders here since we got through the defenders already? See, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. Um, but as we transition, FPL Virgin wrote in, wrote in, can Marco tell Jake off in a stern voice while doing his Thomas Tuchel impression? Have I done a Tuchel impression before? Hmm. I think it's I your generic know. German accent. Yeah, with all the German. That's what I do for everybody. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, it's like there are shapes here, there are shapes there, you know, shapes. Yeah. Something like that. Nailed it. Good, yeah. Yeah. Jake, you are sucking at the game. You are very bad at the game. And you are the worst co-host of all time. Yeah. I didn't need that today. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you had a rough day, didn't you? It's funny. <laughs> I don't know. Don't be bad at things. All right, midfielders. Uh, last week, Jake, we talked about Sala and Fernandez as players that we both thought were, like, the guys to go with to start. Um, Jim... Do you have any argument against that since we have you here? Um, I think something that I don't understand is why there's a big Bruno community where no one's having him. He had 14. Yeah, I don't get it. 14 more points than Sala, 0.5 less. They played the same amount of minutes. Doesn't make any sense to me. Even, I mean, Sun, what did he have? He had 228 points to Sala's 231 with Kane next to him. Like, if any, if you're dropping anyone, you're dropping Sala. Right. That's what I think, too. I, I don't. And last year, that was the big push was no Salah. And then Salah uh, had a hat trick like in the second game week, didn't yep. he? Or the first game week. He always does that. Yeah. Makes so it's pay. like, yep. ju- just have them and protect yourself and on you go. But uh, the other premium midfielders, I think Sun is in the mix. I currently have him in my draft. Do either of you have him? I have all three. Sun, Bruno, yeah, Sun. I do, I do, too. Yeah. I, I don't see why not. Like, it's actually completely doable. With the, with the lower-priced forwards this year and a number of, like, you know, other good mid-priced mids that you can go with. Sun's in there. Are there any other, Jake, uh, premium-priced midfielders that you would consider this year? Or is that – that's it, right? Well, I've been a little well, interested. actually, yeah. let me tell you about some other midfielders I'm thinking about. Uh, this is going to completely screw me over because I can never get this guy right. But Mares, like – who else is going to play there right now? Do I trust Pep? Do I not? I mean, he's one mil cheaper, and I could switch to Sun if I save a little bit. Um, that's the only guy I've kind of considered. I, I don't know. I mean, Sun's tough because 
you know, he does actually pretty well without Kane, and he's playing out of position, so, like, everything tells you yes, but then is he going to keep up with his best season ever? I mean, he he doesn't typically have seasons like that, and I don't know if it's because he just gets injured and we should just not consider his prior seasons, but he's the highest price point he's ever been, and so that just makes me a little bit nervous to go with him. And he plays Man City right off the bat, so, like, what are you doing? Are you benching him game week one, or are you playing him? Well, he's on pens. I'm playing his ass. playing the nine, yeah. I mean, because Kane probably won't be back. Is he on pens? Do we know? Do we know that, yeah. though? Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, on, yeah, in the last season he was. Mm, well, Kane, Kane was on pens. That's true. That was wrong. Uh, you were right. I was Kane less was right. Hurt. Kane was hurt. Ah. Kane was hurt, though, for a little bit, wasn't he? <laughs> Had the turntables. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Had the turntables. I don't know. I say yes to Sonny Boy, but Maharaj is right on the edge of that, like, that 9, you know, that 9.0, like, between that mid and that premium you know, Grealish is kind of in there at 8-2. I, I don't know, man. I, I, have, I have such a hard time with the City guys. I, I hate not having guys that I know are going to play every week. It's so hard. Yeah, and if you pay 9 yeah, for a guy and fair. he doesn't play, that like I'm just depressed then. That's my game week. I'm sad. <laughs> Seriously. For sure, um, but like, isn't De Bruyne injured and Foden right now? So like, who plays there? Question mark. Um, I think Mahrez is good to go for the first game week. Yeah. I don't have any doubt about that. The question is beyond that. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, go with the safer pick, son. He's going to play. He's just top. Yeah, I, I, I like that. I mean, I've only had a couple drafts with Mar- Mares, and I'm not a huge fan of it, but I don't know if I'm going to necessarily go all three to start. Um, I might consider going Fernandez to Son, depending on what Son's been doing. Yeah, that's reasonable. Um Chelsea, avoid to start. It's hard to know what that midfield's going to look like, isn't it? Yeah, not a clue. Ziyech got hurt today, yeah. too, so that helps. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, that's he it. He did then. get no subbed Chelsea. off early. Uh, it, was, uh, it just doesn't make sense to me with Chelsea. Too many tough fixtures, and their offense isn't really good, so I, I, don't, I don't like it at all. Just wait I, 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 that's, the one thing, that's the one thing I don't understand is how many people are going with Havertz. That makes no sense to me. Like, I get he might play out of position, but we don't know that. And it's not like he was that much better. I mean, I know some underlying stats were there, but, like, he literally scored three goals from game week, like, 20 to game week 38. Like, you're going to pay 8.5 for that when he got outscored by a billion other players. Yeah, and by game week two, Lukaku will be up there, right? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. At the latest? Yeah, so it makes no sense. I don't understand that. That was was kind of the thought process was they lose Giroud, and they're going to loan out or sell Tammy. And then so it's like Havertz is the only nailed player in that attack, and then now Lukaku's here. So I think everyone's dumping him. Yeah, I guess. I I would guess so. Yeah. Um, Barnes is is an FPL darling. Uh, Twitter, FPL Twitter, darling. What do you guys, uh, Jim, do you have any thoughts on Barnes? I mean, you know, last year he was pretty strong, decent, expected goals, and and also passed the, quote, eye test, as people would say. When you watch him play, he was very positive, getting in behind back lines, playing really aggressive. Does, I mean, do you see any world where you would have him in on your team? Yeah, he's, in, he's I got him, I got him. He's, um, when you look at like value per minute or a lot of other value metrics, he's always up there. And whoever plays next to Vardy, yeah. whether it was I'm Nacho or Barnes, like they always do well. So I'm going to have him. I'm going to hold him. Good fixtures. Don't see why not. Who do you have him like instead of? Like you you have him over Rafinha or like, yeah. you know, like Smith Rowe or like you like him better? 
Yeah, I think some of those fixtures for leads are tough to start. I'm definitely going to get those guys in. I think Harrison and Rafinha are definitely going to be my team for the long term, but I'm not interested in Man U week one. Usually, I feel like early on, defenses are a lot stronger because they make less mistakes because they're not as tired. So, I'm kind of okay avoiding them for the couple of weeks and then using them as a budget option if I need to drop, say, Sun in a couple of weeks. Yeah, what about in that same price point like Buendia? Is, are either of you guys considering him? He's a, another FPL Twitter darling. I, I don't actually know a ton about him. I know he had two assists the other day uh, for West Ham. Like Anybody into him? You mean Villa? Oh, sorry for Villa. Yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm. We're good. We're good. Shut up, Jake. Don't ever correct me again. <laughs> Sorry. Worst co-host ever. They're basically the same team, Villa and West Ham. Are they? I don't know. I mean, the same colors, you know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know. I, I'm not super big on Buendia. I mean, I know they got really good fixtures. I would much rather just go with Ings there um, if I'm going to invest in Villa because he's playing up top and I'm guessing well actually I shouldn't say I'm guessing he's on pens El Ghazi might be on pens so that is a little bit tough um, I like other guys more in that price range than Buendia who's got a bigger question mark because now they don't have uh, Grealish so, so who, who yeah. do you like more in that price range then that, would you care to tell us that or is yeah. that something that you're just going mean, to say I think Harrison, you like people better than Good Morning I don't understand why Harrison's just like falling off like he had eight goals and ten assists for Leeds, and I don't see Leeds regressing that much. Um, they're the kind of the same team. I mean, who knows? They could always be like a repeat Sunderland performance. Um, I've also is it a fixture issue? It is kind of a fixture issue, but I mean, are you going to be really playing your six midfielder every game week? Anyways, is my question. Like, is that a guy that you want to be playing every game week? I mean, maybe. I think so. I but, think it's a great budget option. I mean, he had 160 okay. points and TAA had 160 points last year. Okay. Okay. So they do have okay. three okay. good game weeks, but is Everton at home for Leeds and Burnley really that much like worse? Maybe a little worse. I don't know. I, I mean... I don't don't get me wrong. I don't think there's like much to pick between Buendia and Harrison. These are usually the picks I get wrong every year, and that's why I don't do well. Um, but you can always move to the other guy if need be. Uh, you know. Also, I just I like I like Ben Rama. Like for West Ham, like he's been really good in the preseason. He didn't play many minutes last year for West Ham, but when he did, he just got assists. You know, he just I, I don't know. I just think at six and West Ham have good fixtures too. You know, they have Newcastle, Leicester, Crystal Palace, Southampton. I don't know if I'm going to jo- jump on a really highly owned Twitter player right off the bat. That's not, like, guaranteed to do well. Yeah, and they have Bailey as well. So, it's starting to crowded Ings in that attack. I mean, there's only so many shots in a game. I'm avoid both yeah. of them. Um, yeah, I like Ben Rowland too. I think it's a good, good shout. All right. Do you guys want to hit your – you guys both wrote down three budget guys that you kind of are looking at. Um, do you guys want to hit them quick? Jake, you first. You you put Ben Rama already. Yeah. And I you already talked him. about Harrison. Who's your third? Um, that you wrote – you quote, you quote, love this group, you said. Yeah, I do. I, I mean, I think Smith Rowe at five and a half playing in the number 10 position for Arsenal makes sense. I don't understand, you know, how you don't have that guy on your team if you're going to go into that price bracket. I really don't. I do. You want me to? You, I, you want me to tell you? Yeah, yeah. Tell do me it. why. Yeah, me you why. swap him for like any of the defenders who get like more points or are just better players. He he doesn't like 
get returns consistently. You know, like what is he the fourth best attacking option on a mid table team? Uh, I, I mean, I'd never play him. I'd rather have like let's see who else is out there. I mean, like Stones is five five, Cresswell, uh, Juan Basaka. Like, yeah, just go with any of the defenders at five five or five. Okay, well then, here's my question: Where are you saving all that money when you have Son, Fernandez, and Salah? Are you just uh, are you saving it with like two four point five strikers? I mean, I guess we'll get to our teams at the end, but I mean, he at least is going to play minutes and also gives you a huge benefit of getting assists and goals in certain games uh, against bad teams. Because Arsenal, I mean, I know they're not great. Don't get me wrong. Well, if that's an overstatement. That, yeah, that's an overstatement. But we do know when they play bad teams, they typically do better. And so you can kind of fixture pick him a little bit more. Like, yeah, I'm not going to play him against Man City, but maybe against like a, a Watford side. Yeah, he starts for me at five and a half. Hmm. Can I talk about someone? Yeah, you can talk. Go ahead. I'll allow it. <laughs> um. You know who's currently in my team, and I, I need to talk about it right now because I need you guys to make me not do it. I'm going to let you guess who's in my team. He's the player that ruined the start of my season last year. Does anyone know who it is? Ooh. I was very uh, – second clue. I was very high on him. Like, he was going to be really good. <laughs> I know. I think I know. Be, do you he's a really good player, and I was like, I'm going to play him. And then I was like, I'm never putting him in my team again, and he's in my team right now. <laughs> I, I know who this guy is. I know for All right, sure. Let's see if Jim can, get, uh, let's see if Jim can guess no it. I have no clue. Not a clue. Jake? Uh, wait, can I can I make a hint to see if Jim can get it? A hint to a hint? How many yeah, more hint hints? A hint to a hint. Uh, porno tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. It's the only reason I want him in my team. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? The guy has a porno tape. He's owned by 1.3%. So that's 1.3%. Deli Alley. It's Deli Alley is in my team. God damn it. <laughs> Two assists last year. How do I have him in my team? What's happening to me? Yeah, that's bad. Man. I don't know. I think it's a great pick. I think you should captain him. Good first game week. Here's, here's what happens. Listen, to what, this is what happens with me with Deli Alley last year too. I'm like, all right, guy has a uh, has a video of you know him getting fellatio, okay, and it's hilarious, okay. Th- that's my, that my first thought. Funny, okay. Second thought is, uh, okay, he's on Spurs, which are, they're not actually a good team, but they're like, all right, they're quote a good team, right? And then the third thought is like, oh, he's playing the number ten right now. And he's ranked 6.5. It's almost the same as like the Smith Rowe argument, right? That like Jake just made. And then I look at his history and I'm like, wow, in 2016-17, he had 18 goals and 11 assists. I'm going to get him in my team. Only to look at the last year where he had two assists. And the year before that where he had eight and six. What am I doing? Losing. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just bad. I shouldn't do it, should I? No, do it. Yeah, it's your guy, man. You gotta change your avatar on Twitter now too. You're kind of he can he can be Kidelli. your thing, you know. Just hype him I up, Dilly. Uh, God, uh, Liam writes in: Is Billy Gilmore being overlooked, likely to be on set pieces, and we already know that Pookie can convert them. Uh, if you want a four point five, he's fine, isn't he? Yeah. But how often are you gonna play him? Probably almost never, right? Never. Probably never. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Never. All right. Let's talk forwards. Um, so, you know, I think when we start with the premiums at the top, 
There's not really any, right? I mean, because because we don't know what's going on with Kane and Lukaku's not. Is he priced yet? Nope, still waiting. What, what what are they waiting on? Do you suppose? I thought they were doing his medical yesterday. Did that get like through? Yeah, they haven't like officially announced him yet. So. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk. Just, I mean, there's a billion mid-priced guys, right? So I'm just going to read them all off: Cavani, Lacazette, Ings, DCL, Bamford. Wilson, Antonio, I am Nachos, Watkins, Jimenez, Wood, Adams, and then Tony, Mape, Rodrigo, Armstrong. Uh, what are we thinking? Uh, my current move is that I have two of these mid-price guys and then like a super cheapo 4.5, like hopefully he plays two minutes a game guy. Where What's your guys' setup right now? Same. Jake? That's most of my setups. I mean, currently the one I have up is actually got Barnes in it at five point five. I, I don't think I'm going to go with that, but that's where I am right now. I need to make some changes. So. Which um, which guys are you going with right now, Jim? I got uh, Wilson and Inks. I think you love Wilson, don't you? I yeah, do. he loves Wilson. He's a darling. Gosh. Why? He's so he's good. He's going to be hurt. Like t- he's going to be hurt tomorrow. That's fine. He's going to get hurt in warm up. Yeah, that's fine. I don't mind. He'll score like two goals. He always scores whenever he plays. And if he gets hurt, I just transfer him out. If he plays, he scores. If he doesn't play, I got a guy off just the bench. Just like a, it's a, it's. I guess it's a, it's no different than Ings, huh? Yeah, they'll score for like a couple weeks, and then they'll get hurt after they give me like 0.5 value, and then I can get someone else who will get hurt. Yeah. Also, I guess no different than Antonio either, yeah. right? Just all of them yeah. have glass bodies, like bodies made of like hamstrings made of of actual glass. Uh, I have Antonio and Ings right now. That's where I went. That's where I am too. And the reason being is you you could go down to a 7.5 that you like right. with Ings. So I really think Ings is kind of useful at that 8 um, more than the uh, just having two 7.5s. I think that makes me nervous. And, and honestly, like, why would you not go Ings if we know he's starting there against those first three fixtures? I just, I can't see an argument against yeah. it. Like, Wilson yeah. plays West Ham and Villa. Like, that's not great. Like, those are two, like, top top eight Premier League sides from last year. So, it's not fantastic. But I know – I agree with Jim. I mean, he does have a high points per million. His shots in the box are from two yards out. Um, but so are Antonio's and so are Ings kind of. Dude, I freaking – I love Big Tony. I just love Big Tony because he makes dick jokes, like, on Valentine's Day about how big his dick is. And I, I don't know, for some reason, I, I just like guys that, that love a good joke. Deli Alley, you know? Should we just big, like... Spe- big big Willie big Willy Antonio. Should we just speed it up and say, like, is there really anybody else or are they all the rest of them kind of a trap? Traps, all of them. I mean, no, I mean, I like, like, I think Bamford's like a prop. You can go Bamford, that's fine. Yeah. Don't yeah. you think? Yeah, I do like him. The fixtures aren't as good. The fixtures aren't as good, but, um, but like... Leeds have shown that they can still like get a goal here or there. I, I could see Bamford. I-, I have some drafts with him. I um I would not go with Lacazette. I would not go with Cavani. There's a there's a chance that those guys are are rotated. rotated. Yeah, too much. Calvert too much Lewin, rotation. Yeah, Calvert Lewin. The issue is that he's got a hamstring injury. But I could see him. I don't remember what their fixtures look like. Um, him and really interesting. Good. Yeah, DCLs got really good fixtures. And Richarlison like, is healthy. Just got back from the Olympics, so they kind of yeah. need DCL. Yeah. yeah. So I can see Dominic Coverloon if if he's um if he's you know for sure healthy. Um, one thing that Jake threw out last week was Adams. Does anybody have thoughts on that? 
with Ings gone now, he should be in in the fray every week. They just bought two strikers. I think Armstrong's supposed to be the good one. Uh, 29, uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Twenty nine goals for Blackburn, six point oh. Who knows? Southampton's like selling everyone. Yeah, it. I don't, I don't. I'm not interested in that team anymore. What are you guys thinking on the budget end? Like, who's your guy that's super cheap? Well, I'll go first because you know what I was curious as to both your thoughts on. Tell Are us, we Jake. like completely ignoring Mopay? Like, I know he can't finish, but he's only owned by two and a half percent of like entire FPL, and it's like the first six weeks he's got fantastic attacking fixtures. Like, he does tend to score goals against kind of garbage teams, and if you're gonna have a six point five. I think it's between him and Tony for Brentford. I don't. I don't really. I just am surprised that nobody's like really mentioning him, and he's not owned by like at least like ten percent. I just don't. I don't get it because doesn't he? I guess Gross takes PKs or Grob, however you say his name. Grob, 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 grob. Uh, I don't have any interest. I'm not going in that direction. But I. I, I don't know. I mean, you're not. I, I guess your uh, your logic, your thought process isn't terrible. Yeah, I think you should probably have him. It's a great trap you should fall into. I think it'd be good for everyone. Yeah. Well, but but I mean, we we do know. Like we talk about. It's just funny to me that we talk about Brighton's defense being really good mm-hmm. based on their stats, and then we talk about their XG also being good, and then we have a forward who's nailed on. You know. He's the only healthy guy. Wellbeck's injured. Oh, Wellbeck's always injured. And then we're like, eh, you know what? I don't I don't want him, even though he's gotten, you know, an average of nine goals between the last two seasons. And so he's going to get those goals against bad teams, and he plays bad teams to start the year. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a left field thought, and honestly, I'm staying away from the 6.5s, but there's something. All right. Fair enough. Um. I mean, that covers, like, most of the things, doesn't are, it? Are you guys going with, I just want to know, like, Tooney at, like, six and a half? Like, the the whole no. the whole Twitter world has him. No, so, I was just curious. He's owned by not everybody. He has a okay. knock, doesn't he? And they bought a new striker as well. So, there is some, a little doubt there. But, yeah, everyone owns him. I'm not interested. Yeah. I'm not doing hmm. it. Okay. Um, so... I, I, my team's not like that settled, so I'm not gonna like go through my team and be like, "Here's the guys I have." Do you, do either of you guys feel like your teams are settled? I mean, we've talked about like every player in the game. No, yeah, I changed. I mean, I ch- the only other. Go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. Oh, here no. we go. <laughs> we, the overlap so of three far. people. Unbelievable, Jim. Yeah. God, do it, Jim. Yeah, um, I change my team like every thirty minutes. I'm a mess. I've no clue. Yeah. 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 I think it's just not worth like going through and being like, these are the guys we have. Like, everyone seems they're going to be different. We talked about everybody, but it's good to go. Um, let's wrap a few things up. Uh, follow us on Twitter at DiveFPL, Instagram, The Art of Dive, online, DiveFPL.com. Um, download our podcasts on, on everywhere you can find podcasts iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know, I think from a captaincy perspective, for me, it's it's pretty simple. It's uh, it's Sala or it's Fernandez. Is there anyone else you guys are considering? Just Sala for me. I don't even want to deal with leads. They started being better against top six sides. So same. It's got to yeah. be Sala. Yeah, it's got to be Sala. Um, Wilson writes in. I just saw a guy with a mullet. Uh, is the fashion trend coming back? Will we see Jake rocking a Florida mullet this season? Jake, Florida mullet? Too hot. Can't do it. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I think we should get out of here. We don't know how to end the pod, though. 
Because normally I say, hey, I'm Marco, and Jake goes, I'm Jake. What is Jim going to say? Jim, <laughs> you get you get a few seconds to figure it out because you're, you're going to get to sign it off for today. Oh, man. Uh, looking forward to the, the season. Good luck to everybody. Um, we'll all three be kind of like running the dive Twitter uh, pretty pretty in the next couple days here. So, if you have questions or you want to write in or you want to talk about teams, uh, we could do that. Um, so, let's, let's have some fun and good luck to everybody. Um, let's get out of here. I'm Marco. And I'm Jake. And I'm Jim. And remember, you should dive. <laughs> Fucking, you had so you could have done anything, Jim. You did that week. Yep. <laughs>